Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Level two has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159, the National Football League. Regular season has begun as well with the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, but we're taking a look forward uh, right now because it's go time. And there, there are decisions to be made across the board. Um, you know, college football, very interesting uh, card this weekend uh, as well. The Alabama Crimson Tide and the Texas Longhorns. It's up to like three touchdowns uh, right now. A lot of people think that Texas will not be able to hang uh, with the Crimson Tide, despite the fact that this game um, is a home game for the Texas Longhorns. Ohio and Penn State on the board uh, this week. And not Ohio State, we should note it. Not, not, not Ohio State. Uh, but there are some really intriguing college football games uh, this week, too. Not just uh, the NFL. That's what's so cool about this time of the year. What an epic weekend we've got. Like, seriously, just over the freaking top, man. With the U.S. Open Finals, you got the U.S. Open Women's Final on Saturday afternoon. You got the the men's final on Sunday afternoon. We got college football all day Saturday. We've got uh, NFL football on Sunday, and then obviously on Monday. And things are getting real with Major League Baseball right now. It's cool because football is back, which means that uh, the baseball playoffs are actually uh, getting closer. But the U.S. Open has just been lit, man. You know, great crowds, great tennis, great energy. Energy, you know, great betting, just everything, man. It's just been, it's been awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so as far as college football and awesome stuff is concerned, nothing wrong with little Iowa State and Iowa rivalry, right? You know, there's talk about like these these teams when they leave conferences if they're going to keep their if they're going to keep their their rivalries going and stuff like like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and look at Iowa State and Iowa are a classic example of two programs in the same state don't don't play in the same conference uh, but this game is just so critical uh, to both of them you know man this I'm fired up looking looking at this stuff Iowa lays three and a half in this game the total is 39 and a half it's hard not to like the uh, the Hawkeyes uh, in this spot. They're a buck 182 on the money line uh, right now. Game of the week, you could argue the game of the week. Listen, Texas and Alabama's big time stuff. Tennessee and Pittsburgh is really cool. But I tell you what, man, Kentucky and Florida, one of these teams is going to be 2-0 and putting themselves in a pretty good position. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're kicking it, throwing it down here. Sirius XM Channel 159. 
shout out to the mightier 1090 ESPN radio sports map sports byline armed forces radio networks and everybody else in between throwing it down with us in the late night hours on the east coast still uh, relatively early on the west the national football league regular season is upon us we're breaking it down we're also talking college of football tonight preparing you for a very busy weekend a monster weekend of football action there's literally like you know 100 plus games when you you know you, you consider college and uh, the national football league so talking about underdogs uh, in week one in the national uh, football league you know, you know, when you're getting points, the Houston Texans, Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts is a football game that a lot, uh, a lot of people, the so-called, I don't like the term sharp and square and all that, um, but a lot of people do like the Houston Texans in this game, and I am one of them. Despite the fact that I am high on Matt Ryan's Indianapolis Colts, I think the Colts can win the division. I think the Colts, I don't think the Colts are going to win the Super Bowl, uh, but I think the Colts, you know, they're playoff caliber football team they'll win double digit games win a division type of thing but it doesn't mean they're going to roll uh, everybody and I think the Houston Texans can play uh, with Indianapolis in this spot uh, my gut tells me that that Indianapolis are going to win this football game but but it'll be close Right, like it'll be some drama. Matt Ryan will lead them down the field late, or you know what I mean, or Houston will be up and they'll stop Houston from trying to come back. I think the number's too high. Listen, it was eight and a half. It came down to seven or seven and a half sitting out there right now with FanDuel. I'm comfortable, and you'll often hear me talk about how well. I don't care about a half point here and a half point there, but there are key numbers in the National Football League. Not quite as key as there used to be because kickers always seem to miss extra points right away, and then you break down like all week these key numbers, and then the kicker misses the point. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter, right? It's like, well, I talk about six and a half and seven. It doesn't matter. He just missed the extra point anyways. Uh, but it actually does, right? Like seven and say, you know, seven and a half is a nice number. You know, like classic examples of Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are getting six and a half. Would I like it better at seven and a half? Yeah. See, I don't really, there's not a difference from four and a half to five. There's not a difference from, you know, that there's certain non-key numbers, but anybody who's been around knows six and a half, seven, seven and a half, if possible, and your place should allow you to do it. Always buy a half point in those spots, guys. Don't have that story where, oh, I lost by half a point. Just pay the extra damn 10 cents and don't lose by the half a point. This is Sportridge. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Trades late night continues. I am Gable Morancy, Sirius XM Channel 159. I'm out here, 1090 ESPN Radio, kicking it up and down the coast, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The National Football League regular season has begun. But we also have a massive weekend of college of football. Big time stuff week two. What a difference a week uh, can make. What a difference one win can make uh, for a program. Let's bring in a Heisman Trophy voter. First Coast News college football analyst joins us from Jacksonville of Florida. Mr. Brent Beard. Brent, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Gabe, always nice to be with you, my friend. Uh, I was in the swamp last Saturday night and saw quite a game uh, for uh, the Florida Gators in beating Utah. And, and Gabe, what a beginning for the career uh, of, one, of one Billy Napier for those Florida Gators. And there were a lot of people that were wondering how he would do with the step up in class into the SEC steps into a big-time football game against the Pac-12 champions, a team that a lot of people were talking about with national championship implications. What a debut for Coach Napier. And I know, I know, Brad, and I couldn't help but think of you and ask you this. I know it's just one game, but you and I talked about him and how we thought he could be a good fit in Baton Rouge, and you said, no, they like the big names there. They like the big names. I know it's just one week. Uh, but what a difference um, the atmosphere around the LSU program is right now and uh, the difference around the Florida Gator program right now. Uh, well, for Napier being a mentored by Nick Saban and also Dabo Sweeney, he has learned his lessons well. And, and Gabe, you know this as well as anybody. Listen, this Utah team is a really good football team. This is a top 10 football team that Florida beat, right? So uh, this was a tremendous win for them. Game, we, we wondered, boy, would Anthony Richardson be lightning in a bottle? I mean, I'm not saying he's Cam Newton, but he was able to run as well as throw, probably better runner right now than passer. But Napier, very confident and as very efficient right now at Florida. Now, now, now look, the – LSU situation, Kelly, I still think, still going to be okay. If you beat uh, Newt Rockney's record at Notre Dame, you know how to coach. But, Gabe, they they looked woefully unprepared, particularly like in the kicking game, and still had a chance to win. Humongous win for Florida State. And, Gabe, I can tell you this. I know we're on the opposite coast, but, but, but you can appreciate this. What a weekend, the biggest weekend I remember in years for Florida, Florida State, and Miami to come out and make uh, some really uh, important opening wins. And remember how big these games used to be, the games of the century, right? I mean, as they That's were right. called at the time, the games of the century. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just, I think college football is better when the Gators are good, even if you're not a Gator fan. They they're just, yeah, it just is, right? Like, there's something about it. I mean, the great rivalry with Alabama in the Tebow era uh, and, and the Chris Leak, we could go on and on. Um, now, we got a big game this week um, as far as the Kentucky Wildcats are yes. concerned. And yes. this is a football team with a chip on its shoulder uh, as well. And just, you know, how big is this for Coach Napier? That this, so this is his first conference game now. All right, you beat the Pac-12. It's like you're playing the all, you know what I mean? It's the who's who. All right, you beat the Pac-12 champs. Now you're opening up against a rock-solid Kentucky Wildcat team. So Will Levis did his part last week, threw for three touchdowns. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about the situation. Uh, will Kentucky be a little bit shorthanded? Chris Rodriguez. Um, uh, we've got uh, the Jordan Wright uh, situation. And I could go on. It seems like Kentucky's not really 100% coming into this football game, Brent. Oh, they're not even close. And another running back, Raymond Jefferson, who they really liked uh, in the preseason scrimmages, tore an ACL. So he is out now, too. Now, the straw that stirs the drink is Will Levis, as you mentioned. Big-time quarterback. But, look, without Chris Rodriguez, and as a matter of fact, Gabe, you and I talked about this a few weeks ago, that if Rodriguez can't play, a guy who averages averages 
basically 100 yards a game, that that is a real blow for Kentucky. Now, they've got some, some guys who can still play. Barry and Brown, one of their freshmen, went 100 yards with the, with the second-half kickoff. And, Gabe, people may miss this, but in the win over Miami of Ohio, uh, Mark Stoops, that was his 60th win. Oh, by the way, who did he tie for the most wins in Kentucky history? Only Coach Paul Bear Bryant. So how about how about that, Gabe, uh, to make your, your impact on Kentucky yeah. uh, to beat Coach Bryant's record? You know what I find fascinating about Kentucky football is the internal battle that they have going on with Calipari. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah, we're not so sure we're a basketball program anymore, uh, as Stoop says. Right? <laughs> I don't know who's had more success. Like, wow, you don't normally see – you know, like you see Harbaugh and Juwan Howard, very supportive. Each other. You don't see each right, other calling right. out, well, we've been more successful than you. So I wouldn't talk so much. Um, <laughs> just There's so many great storylines coming into this football game. So as you mentioned, Richardson, look, he only threw for 168 yards, but he also rushed for a buck 06 and right. three scores. And what I just love was the poise. You know, 75 yard yes. drop, 75 yards, 14 plays at a buck 25. Big-time pressure. You need poise to do that. And something you just said about playing Will uh, Will Levis, the kids on Florida now got a taste of a big-time quarterback already and seeing Cameron Rising. Uh, that really helped them tremendously because Cameron Rising is a big-time player. Tavian Tomlin's a running back. Is to Gabe, how about this stat? With the win over Utah, Billy Napier has now won 12 consecutive one-score games. He is he is as centered of a coach wow. as I as I have seen in a while. Now here's comparison, Gabe. Former coach Dan Mullen suffered eight straight one score losses. So uh, it, it's a it's a mental aspect of it. And, and I'll tell you this: there's such a fine line, right, Brent, between winning and losing in the SEC and all in all conferences, but especially in the SEC. There's just well, it's, it's absolutely. one possession. Uh, and, and Gabe, for our uh, our listeners can't forget this. Kentucky beat Florida last year in Lexington. They're two and two in the last four. So Kentucky. Yeah, is but not what was it before that? Like zero and thirty-five, zero yes. and yes. thirty-two type yeah, thing, no right? Yeah, yeah, no question. And they've still only won in Gainesville like like once in the last basically forty years. But still, Kentucky not intimidated Florida at all. So if you had to pick a winner, does the home field make a difference here for you? And the fact that Kentucky could be starting freshmen at the running back yes. position and are just a little bit shorthanded, does that give you the floor to Gator lean here? I think so. Uh, I mean, I can still see this game being pretty close. Now, again, another thing to keep in mind, Gabe, uh, for th- there's a lot of rain in the state this weekend, and that could affect the game. Uh, on Saturday night, but boy, that crowd was raucous, uh, and they will be in full throat without a doubt. But uh, th- this is a—I'm uh, just telling you, Gabe. If Florida wins this game and they're two and zero, very few people would would have guessed that Florida could start with two of the biggest games anybody's played this year and, and begin. Not saying they will. I do think they'll win, but if they do. Them starting 2-0 and would be unprecedented, frankly. The one area of concern I know the coach Napier had was the fact that they did give up 230 yards on the ground right. uh, to the Utes. But as, as Brent talked about, and as we all know, the Utah Utes are as physical of a football team as, as any in a nation. And they're going to be able to rack up bigger yards uh, than, than this on a lot of other good football teams uh, this year. All right, we'll get into uh, some more SEC talk. We'll break down some games. Of course, we got Texas and Alabama and more. We'll talk a little Heisman Trophy. I know it's been we're early, but he is a voter. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. 
I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brandt, Series Channel 159. We're throwing it down on the mightier 1090 ESPN radio. Brent Beard kicking it with us uh, right now. We're talking college of football and never enough time to get to everything. But before we get to the big Longhorn Crimson Tide uh, matchup, I, I don't, you know, it's one week. We get it. Uh, but I don't know. This Georgia team seems to be every bit as good as last year's Georgia team, if not better, <laughs> to be honest. Yes. Listen, man, the Ducks aren't a high school team, Brent. Like, they made them look like a high school team, but the Oregon Ducks are not a high school football team, but they were look, you know what I mean? Man, what an incredible performance by Georgia. They were clicking on all cylinders uh, in this game. Stenson Bennett was 25 of 31. (laughs) Gabe, 25 of 31, had nearly 400 yards. They ran the ball basically at will. Uh, they uh, on the defense. Okay, well, you and I both heard. Well, there's no way that Georgia can be any better on defense than they were last year. And look, I'm not saying that they are, but Georgia allowed zero touchdowns for the fifth time in the last 16 games, and it was the 13th time uh, in the last 16 games they did not allow a rushing touchdown. Gabe, uh, were you like me? Did you see much of a drop off in this team compared to what? No, we saw I thought they looked year? better. I thought that was like, man, they're better on offense, and the defense guys are just replaced. Like the athletic, one, yeah. one of the kids yeah. intercepted with one hand. I'm like, man, this is what this kid should be in the NFL already. This isn't fair. <laughs> so we're just sending a message out there. I don't even know. Like I like to know the stat about like how many times teams even crossed the 50 on them because I know they used to take pride in that last yeah. year as yeah, well. Really. Yeah. Um, so just for people out there wondering, well, did they peak? Was it sort of like a culmination of things at Georgia and now? Uh, no. And I think they've surpassed Clemson. And with all due respect to Dabo, Clemson got it done against Georgia Tech, but they look a lot the same to me like they did last year and not quite explosive enough um, as far as the big-time teams are concerned. So speaking of big-time teams, Alabama – well, you know, they they did their thing last week, but now this is a game that, you know, Saban has circled, at least that, you know, they know is is a real a real contest. Now listen, Texas have struggled um over the years, but you know Alabama are prepared for everybody that they play. And I thought it was interesting Sarkeesian's comments here, in which I think he's setting things up uh, here. When he said, uh, it's one game, you know, it's a chance for us to do what we love to do. I think it's uh, one of the biggest mistakes people make, thinking this is going to be the game that's going to define our program. It might, it might not. <laughs> so I like when he says that. He goes, it might, it might not. So in other words, if you win, then it defines your program. If it didn't, well, we played Alabama. Yeah. And I think he's just sort of setting it up, um, you know, that, hey, listen, we're this, this is going to be a tough matchup uh, for us right now. I do find it interesting that Texas does lead the all-time series 7 um, they're seven, one, and one all time against uh, the Tide. What are your thoughts on this big early game on Saturday? 
Well, uh, I think Steve Sarkeesian obviously has looked at the tape, and he's not going to say anything about this, but he knows that Alabama has a significantly better roster than he does. Now, they've got some Alabama players, Ajay Hall and the running back, his suspension is over. So he'll be he'll be playing in the game. Jalil Billingsley, the former Alabama tight end, who transferred there will not. This is key here, uh, Gabe. Texas, and they're too deep. They've got seven freshmen. Now, particularly, this is a matchup you want to watch is the Texas offensive line versus the Alabama front seven. And I can tell you with Will Anderson and company, that is a real mismatch. And the Longhorn beat writers have told us that Texas is nowhere near where they need to be on the offensive line. Now, look, they've got B. John Robinson is a big-time running back. Quinn Ewers, this will be his second college game. Xavier Worthy is very good, too. But, uh, Gabe, the reality here, Alabama doesn't care. Uh, they don't care it's on the road. They don't care that it's hot. They don't care that it's on Fox. It uh, doesn't matter. No, no none, of, none of that matters. They're and playing. They, they look at it like the name. I like what Bryce Young said. We're playing Texas. It's a story right. program. That's right? they, and, you know, Saban is yes. telling them this is one of the most legendary programs ever. We need to be at our best. That's what makes him Saban. That's what makes it Alabama is. Bama. Uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, Cameron Latu, their tight end, is back. He is 100%. Uh, so that makes a difference. And Bryce Young was uh, nearly through for 200, ran for 100. Jameer Gibbs, nearly 100 yards. Treshawn Holden, Jermaine Burton, uh, Kobe Prentice, who's a freshman. Uh, they and, and by the way, the Alabama defense allowed only 136 yards to Utah State. Brent Beard, First Coast News, uh, joining us. I am Gabriel Moretti. Brent is also a Heisman Trophy uh, voter. Big-time uh, game here, the Johnny Major special here with Tennessee and Pitt. Both coming off of wins, although, you know, obviously the Vols only played Ball State. Impressive win for the Pittsburgh Panthers, surviving um, the battle in the backyard brawl. I wanted your thoughts on that game. And I'll tell you, a game is going to sort of fly under the radar here, but... Arizona might be a lot better than they oh, have yeah. been in past years, man. Like, that was a very impressive showing last week. We heard a lot coming out of the camp that, no, you know, like, because they, they're the transfer portal. They brought in a million new guys and stuff, and sometimes it takes a while to gel, but that was a pretty impressive performance. I'll tell you what, this is an I mean, interesting late-night game on Saturday night uh, with Mississippi State going into the desert. These are, these are two really um... – uh, very good games that, to, to watch for, and they've gone under the ra radar a little bit. Number one, the Johnny Majors Bowl between Tennessee and Pitt. Tennessee goes to Pitt. Now, Hendon Hooker uh, and Slovis is a really good quarterback matchup. Tennessee with Cedric Tillman, uh, Jalen Wright, running back and receiver, uh, respectively. They can score points. I don't know, uh, frankly, Gabe, if they can stop Pitt, is a problem. The big matchup here would be Pitt, uh, the de defensive line, probably the second-best defensive line in the ACC uh, against the Tennessee offensive line. Can they protect Hendon Hooker? And, and look, I'm, I'm all aboard with you on this Arizona game. Jet Fish and his team, Jaden DeLora, who, that, the quarterback who comes from uh, Utah, uh, that uh, I'm, I'm sorry, from Washington State. Uh, Washington State, yeah, Washington uh, yes, State. Uh, who, who is going to be fun to watch. Gabe, listen to these numbers. Will Rogers, uh, Mississippi State quarterback, 38 of 49, 450 yards, five touchdowns, uh, one pick. Uh, State ran 83 plays. Now, listen, people don't realize this yet, Gabe. This is an 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock Eastern kickoff for those of us on Eastern time. Now, now this excites me because I love late games. But, Gabe, I've been covering the SEC for several decades. I don't know if I ever remember an 11 o'clock kickoff. We may need a nap sometime during the day to say, watch this one. It's a great point that you raised, Brent. And I was think I was sort of thinking the same thing. I was like, wow. I don't really see SEC teams playing on the road in the Pac-12 yeah. in the middle of the night like this often, do you? 
No, and it's true. And considering, Brent, that the total of this football game is uh, 68 and a half points, it could be yeah. a long game because I think be. both teams could put a lot of points on the board in this game. The big question is, can Arizona keep up? Right. Um, Mississippi State are 11 and a half point favorites in this football game, but it will be a fun game. And I brought it up because, yeah, it's, it's like the nightcap and Arizona are a much improved football team. Yeah, yes, no doubt about that. Some interesting uh, Pac-12 and SEC, uh, and also Big 12 and SEC. So it uh, an incredibly fun week in the conference. Uh, absolutely no question. Even that Wake that. and Vandy games a fun. Yeah, game. I mean, this 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 one there could be a million touchdowns in, right, Brent? Well, I think that both teams could go up and down the field here. Gabe, do people realize? that in that game that Sam Hartman is back for Wake Forest. He had a, I mean, Gabe, this just sounds awful, but he had a blood clot that he had to have surgery for, um, and they found that he's doing fine, so he's going to play. uh, But listen, Sam Hartman is one of the better quarterbacks anywhere, but this Mike Wright kid for Vanderbilt, and look, they beat Elon and they beat Hawaii, and I understand the competition, but he's played really well. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But uh, uh, Gabe, <laughs> if Van, what are what are the odds of Vanderbilt if they win this game? Vandy three and zero to start the year. How's that possible, Gabe? Wow. Yeah, so I'm saying it's early, guys, but the enthusiasm is is building with programs already. Big time game here. Uh, with Hartman coming back, total 65 and a half. So before we get you out of here, Brad, one of the funner games last week was absolute insanity. Was the Tar Heels in App State? Yeah. Now they, they now they uh, they get Texas A&M here. This should be another one with a lot of fireworks and explosiveness in this game. No question. Haynes King did a good job at quarterback, 20 of 31 for 364. Now a concern is A&M only ran for 110 yards. I think that will get. Uh, better in this game, DJ Durkin, who is at Florida, who is at Ole Miss, now is at A&M. Gabe, here's something to watch for before I talk about App State is uh, that A&M defensive line, Gabe, they're monsters. I I mean, they're young, but you've got got a group that next year is just going to be unbelievable, frankly. And by the way, this App State quarterback is Chase Bryce, who was at Clemson last week through for 361 yards and six scores. Yeah, they Look, I'm not saying App State's going to win the game uh, by any means, but uh, they they could give A&M some problems, frankly. And, and Gabe, think about this. Think about this. Speaking of, A, of, of A&M, A&M's got Miami coming up uh, at home uh, and also – Auburn, right around the corner, has got Penn State. And right around the corner, Georgia plays South Carolina on the road. This week just sets up even bigger games next week. It's only week two, and I've already got goosebumps. (laughs) Brent Beard, First Coast News, Heisman Trophy voter. It's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with Brent. Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Take care. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. 
And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite- Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. for class continues as does the countdown to kickoff this is sports rage football is back baby let's do this thing we're talking nfl quarterbacks ats uh, records we gave you the top five quarterbacks in nfl history against uh, the point spread um, but now we're talking about who currently is the best uh, active quarterbacks in the nfl and if you're just joining us uh, right now for the record the top five quarterbacks all time in the nfl against the spread joe montana tom brady alex smith joe Theismann and Aaron Rodgers. So the top guys in the National Football League right now, uh, we talked about Joe Burrow at 63.3%. Tua checks in at 61.9%. Tom Brady, 58.9%. Geno Smith would be a surprise to some that Geno Smith is the fourth best quarterback in the National Football League currently playing ATS at 57.5. Brady and Rodgers have played more than 100 games. These guys haven't. So uh, Geno Smith, 57 Aaron Rodgers, 56.3. Josh Allen, 56%. Uh, Matt Jones, 55.5% through one year. Patrick Mahomes, 55.4%, uh, which leads us into Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, 54.7% uh, of the games that he has played in. He has covered the point spread. Dak Prescott has been a profitable quarterback. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys were the best team against the uh, spread last year in the National Football League. When Dak Prescott is on the field, thing with the Cowboys, they'll beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. Dak, Dak doesn't win games that you know you, you don't think he's going to win, right? They don't pull off the comebacks, the upsets, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. But nevertheless, Dak Prescott has been a winning quarterback at 53.9%. Um, all right, so looking at, you know, we could go over every quarterback in the National Football League, but I want to, you know, sort of the guys that sort of stand out. Like a good example is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is at 50%, right? Jalen Hurts is at 50%, although I would expect that the uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles will cover some point spreads uh, now. So Jared, Jared Goff, 52.7%. That's sort of the profit zone, right, the 52%. Jared Goff, 52.7%. Kyler Murray, 52%. Russell Wilson, 51.7%. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, 51.3%. And, you know, we haven't talked a ton of New York Giant football in camp leading up to the season. Quite frankly, why would we? But without being stated... I think the New York Giants could be a play on team this year. And I'm not talking about like win totals, but covering point spreads because they're going to be getting points more often than not. And I think they're going to be in football games. Like Daniel Jones has covered 51.3% of the time. And let's be real, man. The dude has been playing in, in, a, in a clown car, right? So now with Brian Dable here. With a more with a more a professional environment that he'll be surrounded by, I think there's some potential for Daniel Jones to cover some point spreads, and the New York Giants to cover some point spreads. Kirk Cousins, it's funny. Kirk Cousins has made so much money. Kirk Cousins is sort of the definition of a stat guy, right? Cousins puts that numbers up, and that's my concern that Justin Herbert becomes that guy. And, you know, I'm not, and it's not a criticism against Justin Herbert, but you know what I'm saying? I said it earlier in the program about not caring about yards and all that type of stuff. Because, like, if you look at Kirk Cousins, guys, over the last four years in the National Football League, only four quarterbacks have thrown more touchdown passes than Kirk Cousins. Like, how many people would think that, right? Like, Kirk Cousins has put up some pretty good numbers playing, you know, kind of handcuffed with his offensive coordinator and the head coach that he had as well. Yeah, and he's covered 50.4% of the time. Like, he's been better he's been better statistically than he has been for his team, so to speak, or for the betters. But I, I, I have, I have uh, high expectations for the Vikings this year. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, as we discussed, is at 50%. So who are some losing quarterbacks, ATS? Like, who do we want to pick on a little bit here? And some of the names will surprise you. 
Matt Ryan checks in with a career 48.7% ATS record. Now, one thing to defend Matt Ryan is he's played on some bad football teams. He built up the team, and you know what I mean? And he's played in a lot of games. Unlike a lot of these other guys, he actually has a big body of work, man. This guy's played in like 232 football games. So 48.7% is his cover rate. Ryan Tannehill, 48.5%. Carson Wentz, 48.3%. Derek Carr, 47.6%. I am a Derek Carr guy. I like Derek Carr. I think that Derek Carr could be an elite quarterback. But he is 47.6% career-wise against the spread. Justin Herbert, as we've discussed with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert statistically is amazing. He looks the part. He is the part. He's a great quarterback. You want him on your fantasy team. You want to take him and you want to bet on passing props and passing yard props and touchdown props um, when, 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 when the Chargers play games. But the fact of the matter is he's 15 and 17 and he's covered 46.8% of the time only. Matt Stafford, 46%. Matt Stafford, although he is a Super Bowl champion, he is only covered. See, that's amazing, isn't it? Now, listen, to Stafford's defense, he was on the Detroit Lions forever. Right? So, in other words, the Detroit Lions are 46% against the spread. The Lions were actually good against the spread last year with Jared Goff. But, yeah, Matthew Stafford, 46%. That's his career ATS uh, percent mark. Jameis Winston, worse, 45.4%. Marcus Mariota, 43.5%. Marcus Mariota is only covered in 43.5% of the football games that he has played in. Baker Mayfield has burnt money in his career. Baker Mayfield, 39.3% only. Wow. So, in other words, uh, what's that? You're at, uh, I mean, you're winning like 60% of the time when you're betting against this guy. 60.7% of the time. Baker Mayfield, 39.3% career ATS mark. Davis Mills didn't play in all that many football games, but he checks in at 36.3%. Justin Fields checks in at 30%. And the worst ATS record of any active quarterback, starting quarterback in a National Football League coming into this season, Trevor Lawrence, 29.4%. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Trevor Lawrence's career. Last year is kind of, you know, it's kind of... um, Let's liquid paper that thing uh, out of existence. Let's whitewash that thing out of existence because he was not put in a fair situation with Urban Meyer and the the circus that was the the whole situation with this football team. I didn't like their preseason. They get Washington and this Washington game, you know, there's a million storylines with this game I mean look Carson Wentz could potentially still be with the Indianapolis Colts if they made the playoffs the reason they didn't make the playoffs is because Trevor Lawrence beat him the Jacksonville Jaguars beat Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts so I find it interesting that Carson Wentz gets Trevor Lawrence uh, right now so Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, 29.4%. And as we talked about, Carson Wentz, 48.3%. Only um, he has covered of the games that he has played in. Yeah, great storylines in that game. It's Listen, it's a terrible game. It's a train wreck of a game between the Jags and the Commanders. And normally I wouldn't really even, like, care, <laughs> to be honest. But it's the NFL that we care about every game. And we bet the Commanders win total under 8.5. So I've got the Commanders under 8.5. I would love to see the Jags knock them off on Sunday. I'm not, I don't know if it's going to happen. 
I mean, we just talked about the ineptness of both these quarterbacks and the ineptness of these these franchises. But there's a lot going on in this game. Like, number one, it's Washington's first game as the Commanders. All right, so it's their first ever official game as the Commanders. It's Doug Peterson's first game as head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's Carson Wentz's first game as the quarterback at the Washington Commanders. And, oh, yeah, Doug Peterson was with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia when Carson Wentz you know, had the best years of his career. So there's some interesting storylines. And then you throw in you know, the Trevor Lawrence-Carson Wentz uh, angle. And there's more storylines coming into this game than an episode of Big Brother. Like I said, this this wouldn't be a game that would pique my interest uh, very much. And for 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 a betting from a betting perspective, you can't really sit here and say, "Well, this you know one side or another is a stone cold lock." And don't forget, every lock has a key. But as I stated, for those of us that played the win total, you know, especially when you're playing an under, you want to you know any any loss is a good loss. Now, these two teams don't play a lot. They've only played seven times, actually, in, in, in their history. I mean, Jacksonville haven't been around forever. They're not in the same conference. The last time the Jacksonville Jags uh, actually beat a Washington football team was 2002. They played seven times. Washington is 6-1. and one. In college football, past trends mean something. Even though the players will change, if the coaching staff is there, the coaching staff is is the trend in college. The National Football League is a little bit different, right? Like past eras and past teams don't really have any impact on on modern modern results. But I thought I'd bring it up uh, that the fact is, yeah, these two teams don't play a lot. But, man, there's a lot of crazy storylines here. Like I said, it's the Commanders' first game uh, ever as the Washington Commanders. It's Carson Wentz's first game as a Washington Commander. It's Doug Peterson's first game as head coach uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've got Trevor Lawrence playing Carson Wentz, who basically, you know, basically ruined Carson Wentz's life and cost him his job with the Indianapolis Colts uh, last year. So some intriguing storylines uh, coming into this football game. There's a lot of there's actually there's quite a few intriguing storylines. Um, there's a lot of like sort of you know rivalry, redemption, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson. There's a lot of uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins. You know you got division games, the Packers and the Vikings. I gotta tell you, man, this season is gonna be freaking lit in the National Football League. You look at the schedule, and every week there are big games because so many of these teams have actually gone all in. And there, you know, there's just so many good teams in the NFL this year. The Dolphins and the Patriots is another game that I'm really looking forward to. And listen, I don't like either team. I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. And I find myself liking the Dolphins a little bit too much, actually, for my liking as a Bills fan, only for monetary purposes. Love the Dolphins over eight and a half. But the Dolphins and the Patriots, a big-time game. Anytime you got a divisional game to start the season, it's big-time. The Dolphins have had success against Bill Belichick. It's a big-time game for both teams. It's a divisional tilt. There's a lot of pressure on the Miami Dolphins to get off to a good start. You have two Alabama quarterbacks going head-to-head. We'll break it down and more and give you some trends for week one. The late-night anger match for class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You'll left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Are you fired up yet? The National Football League is back, baby. Let's do this thing. I am Gabriel Baranci. All right, we got our three-minute warning uh, right now. Level three rapidly approaching. Sunday's kickoff rapidly approaching as well. The appetizer with the Rams and the Bills is done. It's go time. Level three will run over some uh, some week one trends for you that I found to be interesting. There are a million and one trends out there, uh, but we've basically highlighted the ones that I think actually mean something right specific you know rivalry trends week one coaching trends and i'll tell you what harbaugh let's start off with harbaugh here as a, as a little tease here we know about the ravens and the fact that they've won um 23 consecutive which is unbelievable 23 consecutive preseason games he's also dominant in week one of the regular season it carries over harbaugh is 10 and 4 against the spread in his 14 season openers with the Baltimore Ravens. They're 5 and 1 ATS in their last 6 season openers. And oh yeah, Gang Green are 1 and 5 against the spread in their last 6 season openers. The Ravens are 4 and 1 against the spread in their last 5 football games against the New York Jets. And here we have another situation with a quarterback playing against his former team, but I don't think there's any coincidence there. Right? I don't think there's any coincidence that when you look at the Ravens and how good they are in the preseason, and then you look at the week one results, the Ravens, quite frankly, are ready to play football. Now, this this is a significant number to be laying on the road. We're going to see this a lot this year. We've talked about this, guys. You know, we'll continue the conversation to level three about home field. But in week one this year, guys, 10 of the 16 games, okay, that were posted, 10 of the 16 games, the home team is the uh, the underdog. It's the most home underdogs that there's been since 1978. Yeah, and home field doesn't mean, you know, if anyone want to argue that home field, like, is still, like, this this big thing, come on, man, 10, you know, I get it. It's, it's point spreads, and it, it's, you know, it's a weekly, and it's a team-by-team thing, but there's just, there's a million reasons why home field doesn't mean anything anymore, as much. In the old days, man, it used to stay in crappy hotels. They used to be cramped in on, like, you know what I mean, these, these charter jets, the training wasn't there, the facilities weren't there. Everything is just easier now. Level three, next, bring it. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. <laughs> 